Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, December 13th, 2021. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, you're a little under the weather. I can uh, hear it. Yeah, it's I can great. Hear it. I am no longer sweating through all my clothes, at least. So we've made significant improvements since whatever the last day I was on. Thursday night, Friday show? Yeah. Yeah, that, that seems like that would be a bad thing to be sweating through your clothes. Shout out uh, to 102 fever. Yeah. Yeah, not something that I would be interested in having. Um, <laughs> Don't get it. But if you uh, was this just a regular thing, or was this booster shot induced? No, what? I got my booster shot right before Thanksgiving, and oh, I was right. pretty much okay with that. Just like because it was the Pfizer, so I didn't have like all the Moderna psychedelic effects, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just got the flu on Tuesday night, and I'm, I'm still still working through it. So get your flu shot if you haven't, because. This sucks. Yeah, I, I had my flu shot and I've got my booster scheduled for a week from tomorrow. So very excited that Florida decided guys, to get with the rest of the world so that they would let us have them. But At last, they've done it. I know. If you do find yourself sick, we had some really good stuff coming to the podcast feed over the weekend. First up in our Patreon feed, the latest episode of All the Drama by Jan Simpson hit the uh, hit the airwaves. In this one, she looked at the 1925 winner for the Pulitzer Prize for Drama. They knew what... What They Wanted by Sidney Howard. I feel like at some point I need to go through and just read all of the Pulitzer Prize winners for drama. That would be fun. But then on Sunday, um, Peter, James, and Michael talked about, of course, company. Mm -hmm. Uh, They also talked about the new West Side Story film. They talked about uh, Kimberly Akimbo, Selling Kabul, Mrs. Doubtfire, and some last-minute holiday gift suggestions for the theater lovers in your life. So um, definitely check out that. Coming up this week, I will have my uh, Tell Me More episode with the great Uzo Aduba, so stick to that. Of course, you can get all of our episodes on Patreon first before they hit the regular feed. What are the last-minute theater gifts you're getting for the loved ones in your life? Well, I actually did go out and do a little bit of uh, uh, Christmas shopping on Sunday and got some stuff, especially for my niece, who is a big theater lover. I've been getting her a lot of... um, Celebrity of the podcast. Yeah, I've been getting her a lot of vinyls. I got her a big... Um, like the history of musical theater book, which, uh, Elaine Page wrote the intro Ooh, for and all that it. stuff. So, um, lots of good stuff. So, uh, nice. if there, if anyone has suggestions though, feel free to, to at me at BWW Matt. All right. So let's get into the news and, uh, it's not great news it's, here, it's, Ashley. It's it, the first couple stories aren't great um, because it, it was a bit of a strange timing, to be honest with you, though. It seems mm. like on Friday night before their show, the cast of Diana learned that they would be closing. And while many had anticipated that this might be happening after the holidays, instead, this very divisive musical will play its final performance this Sunday, December 19th at Broadway's Long Acre Theater. When it closes, it will have played a total of 49 performances, including 16 previews. The show becomes the fourth post-closing notice this fall and the first musical to do so. It joins the plays Chicken and Biscuits, Dana H., and Is This a Room, all of which were set to be limited runs but had their main stem stents cut short. 
due to poor sales, which will become a theme in a later story as mm. well. Obviously, the filmed version of Diana will live on on Netflix, for better or for worse. But based on the many, many passionate fans of of Diana that are in my Twitter um, uh, feed <laughs> on a regular basis. my Twitter feed. Yeah, it, I, it seems like... They have fallen in love with a much different IRL experience than what is available via the streaming platform mm-hmm. because, um, and I, I, we've talked about it before, it probably has a lot to do with the audience interaction, definitely. Uh, maybe them leaning into the camp a little bit more, but it is definitely not the same experience watching it on Netflix from what those people are clearly having at the yeah. Long Acre each and every night. It's definitely a different experience because first of all, this is this no matter what you think of the show, this sucks because you have all these people Correct. who are out of a job. Like that is something that I want to make perfectly clear up front that this is terrible news to have people who have been busting their ass the entire or you know since the shutdown was over for one, but even before even while before, they were yeah. doing rehearsals for this and taping this and everything else. Like this has been a long road for this show. Um, we've had the taped version and now we have the stage version and people obviously are very split about this. And I think a lot of the split is however you're going into the show if you're expecting if you know you're gonna have a good time and you're leaning into it or you're expecting like the biggest masterpiece ever and i feel like those people are going into the show (laughs) wrong because there's nothing about this show that has ever led anyone to believe that but that's besides the point um but yeah i they're very different experiences having the live version and the taped version. You have all these actors that are on stages, as you said, I think now are really leaning into the camp of it. They are working so hard in general. You have the audience interaction, which makes it a completely different experience anyway. Um, and the people that are going seem to be having the time of their lives there. I feel like this is going to be one of those shows that is going to pop up again in different various forms for many years. Um, maybe we'll see it in some off-Broadway form at some point. I- I'm all drag. All, all drag. drag. I feel like that would be incredible to have an all drag yeah. Diana off-Broadway. Like, that sells itself to me, yeah, at least. Has- I'll be there. And have all of the male characters played by drag kings. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 100%. So, like, I, it's, you know, a lot of people is like, is this offensive? Which, sure, probably. Is this bad? Yeah, sure, probably. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, if that's what you're going and expecting, I feel like not every show has to be, like, this pristine, meaningful, quote, unquote, important thing. And everyone going to the theater expecting that is a little bit delusional and also missing the point of theater, I think. So yeah. I do think that there is a life for this, whether it's supposed to be taken as like this serious bio musical of Princess Diana is an entirely different aspect and shouldn't be the case. And it should be more of like 
the producers putting on springtime for Hitler than anything. <laughs> um, but it's, it's sad to see either way. And I hope whoever wants to see it, however many times before it closes next Sunday, gets to see it as many times as they want. Yeah. Uh, Casey makes seeing it eight times this week. I'm and Natalie it. Walker, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> having her ticket sales for Matt, her most recent mad scenes funding as many as possible. That's amazing. Well, unfortunately, Ashley, we've got back-to-back bad stories to start the show with today as three different major productions in New York were forced to cancel performances over the weekend. First, on Saturday, Freestyle Love Supreme announced that they were canceling their Saturday performances, both of them, and would return to the Booth Theater on Monday following their normal Sunday dark day. Then later on Saturday, Off-Broadway's Little Shop of Horrors announced that they were canceling their Saturday and Sunday performances at the West Side Theater. And finally, on Sunday, Sunday, Mrs. Doubtfire canceled their two Sunday performances. All of the cancellations were due to breakthrough COVID cases within their companies. They did obviously not say who um, had been, uh, who had tested positive, um, whether it was a cast or a crew member or somebody else, but um, they did say it was from their company. As of now, all of the shows are anticipating to be able to return to the stage on their next regularly, regularly scheduled performance dates. But, Ashley, we know that this it is not unusual for things like this to go from one cancellation to multiple cancellations. Um, so if you have yeah. tickets to any of these shows coming up early in the week, pay attention. Make sure that you are following them on social media to know uh, if anything changes in their schedule. If you did have tickets for any of the canceled performances... Uh, you will be automatically refunded no matter what what show it is. And of course, we wish the entire cast, crew, and company of these shows, and obviously especially the members of those teams that tested positive the best. But actually, we're starting mm. to see a little bit more of this. I don't know yeah. if this is uh, people getting a little bit lazier with the precautions or if this is the Omicron variant or Omicron or Omicron or whoever you are pronouncing it as. Um so I'm not sure what this is all about, but we are certainly seeing more of these cancellations pop up. Um, I guess it could also be people being even more serious um, with some of the testing and stuff. But um, maybe certainly not what you want to see heading into the holidays when there will be more people, presumably, in New York City and in Broadway theaters as well. Yeah. And we're also just in general, like, never mind COVID, but in general, we're in like the winter sickness season, which we didn't really have last year because people were mostly at home. So we didn't have the common cold as much. We didn't have the flu as much. And now all those things are back. Hello. <laughs> uh, in abundance. And really? I don't know. I don't know anybody who's been I sick. know. Can you believe as I'm like choking to death speaking one sentence? But that's, that's kind of the thing. Like, I don't think there's, I really don't think there's a way that the at theaters, at least that people are being more lax because you have all these, stipulations and rules in place but maybe and you wouldn't think at least the actors are outside of work being uh more lax as far as what they're doing because one they don't really have enough time between show uh you know between show to show to like be doing all these things um but yeah it's uh I expect to see a lot more of this, especially with the new variant. Um, I also expect that 
theaters and shows are going to be on it a bit more as far as I actually I actually don't know how they handle this because I haven't been in, amazingly haven't been at a performance yet that's been canceled because of COVID. Um, but I don't know like if there is a situation kind of like airlines do where your flight's going to be canceled if they text you or something in advance. Like I don't know how they're doing the alerts and marketing for any kind of shows that are being canceled and I hope there's just like yeah, a, a way that they're on top of it as much as possible to make sure that people aren't going to the theater when they don't need to be or going out when they don't need to be because it's kind of the problem that we're seeing is that people are going out more and therefore people are getting sick and passing it on to others and we should be limiting that as much as possible yeah <sighs> all right. Well, let's talk about something fun. And that is our sponsor for this week, Today Ticks. As you all know, I recently got back from my long, arduous marathon uh, theater trip in New yeah. York City, two whole weeks. And Today Ticks was a huge part of my schedule. I got a lot of tickets to see things through Today Ticks. They have great deals, great availability, great options. And I have some things coming up in the new year that Ooh. I've already purchased ahead of time through Today Ticks. Today Ticks is your one-stop shop for theater tickets with the best value on tickets to Broadway and beyond. The best thing is it's all available either through the app or through todayticks.com. You can find the show you want to see. And getting tickets is easier than ever. You can check out in 30 seconds to get your tickets with ease. I, of course, have used Today Ticks many, many times, even for just a single show. I know with company now I'm going to be breaking my something rotten record, so I'm going to be using Today Ticks mm -hmm. for that to happen um and i know i was just on it earlier on sunday i know besides the code that we're going to give you at the end of the show there are still many shows that are offering other deals yeah. back from like cyber monday and black friday so if you want to do like multiple purchases there are some shows you can see for even cheaper yeah, what's great about it is that you can book tickets months in advance, like I have. I had got my Black No More tickets um, in like October Ooh, yeah. or February, but you can also get them the day of. They have these incredible mm -hmm. lottery programs and rushes and all of these other things that you can get discounted tickets in so many variant ways depending on what show you want to see and what's great about it is is that you don't have to be in new york or london to use today takes they also are available in a ton of other cities around the country including and around the world including chicago la dc san francisco sydney and many many more and not just for you either i mean take advantage of the best deals on theater this holiday season give ticks to the whole family your friends whomever give mm -hmm. ticks to me i'm gonna want to see more <laughs> shows soon so see that show you've always wanted to see or discover something new that you'll love just as much for even less this holiday season. Go to todayticks.com slash Broadway and use promo code Broadway to get $10 off your first Today Ticks purchase. That's promo code Broadway at todayticks.com slash Broadway for an additional $10 off your first ticket purchase. One more time in case you need to write it down. I'll wait. Go ahead and get a pen and paper. Okay, that's todaytix.com slash Broadway. All right, Ashley, let's talk about some theatrically related news uh, coming to the big screen. Mm -hmm. This first one's very tangentially theater related, but I will mention <laughs> it anyway. First, on Friday, it was announced that EGOT winner John Legend would be a part of the team of producers who will bring a new film based on the original French Gaston Leroux novel, The Phantom of the Opera, 
to the big screen. Instead of being set in Paris, France, the movie will be set in the French Quarter of New Orleans, and instead of taking place in the world of opera, the Christine character will be a young nightclub singer who is mentored by a very mysterious man. Now, obviously, this will have no connection to Andrew Lloyd Webber's version of The Phantom of the Opera, but they didn't say anything about who was writing the music, so I'm kind of hoping that they're just going to use Maury Yeston's score instead. Maybe. I hope so, uh, too. Could be. Who knows? Uh, Speaking of could be, who knows? In other news, despite a $1 million... Very good. Did did not write that one ahead of time. That was just off the dome. I'm proud of you, though. (laughs) Um, Despite its $100 million budget and near-universal rave review, the new Steven Spielberg-directed film remake of West Side Story did a rather disappointing $10.5 million at the box office during its opening weekend. Now, that was good enough for the top spot at the box office for the week, but it is certainly much less than Disney and 20th Century Studios would have hoped for. Of course, it could pick up over the next few weeks during the holidays, which, if I'm being honest, actually, like... I'm kind of surprised it wasn't a Christmas Day or Christmas yeah. Eve release. Christmas Eve is a Friday this year. Like, so I'm kind of surprised that they burn it on like the ninth, but it might have to do with what else is, is coming out. But the sad truth is that really no movies are doing super well right now, musical or mm-hmm. otherwise. I do anticipate that Spider-Man No Way Home will be a huge success for Disney and oh, Marvel absolutely. this week. Could break a billion dollars for the first time uh, since the pandemic. But other than those huge super superhero tentpole movies actually people just aren't going to the movies at all and we've seen similar trends on broadway with the weekly grosses as well i mean and a lot of disney's not doing this currently but a lot of movies are still being um released on like hbo max or video on demand on the same day that they're released in theaters so i i think we can be disappointed about this number because uh everybody in the theater community wants this film to do well But really, the deck was stacked against it. Absolutely. And that's why I'm not really that disappointed. I'm disappointed in the sense, like, I think major studios are still being completely obtuse of the way that people are seeing movies and wanting to see movies. I mean, things like Marvel and Sony and everything else, those are hugely different because I would argue that seeing them in the theater is really the only way to see them. And you might disagree with me for being like a giant fan. But no, those, no, no, not that's, at all. That, that, that's kind of like uh, as someone who is not a fan, but will casually go and see them. That is the only way that I will watch them is in the theaters. So me signing up to see like a home release of that is just not going to happen. Me seeing West Side Story at home, absolutely, as much as I want to see it in the theaters. But most people aren't going to be like, I have to go and see West Side Story in the theaters so I can hear that score on you know surround sound uh theater fans are but theater fans don't make up the movie audience mainly so i'm you know it's it's disappointing to see but again i think it's like a studio thing of like people want to watch movies at home right now people are still not ready to go to the movie theaters they're not wanting to spend a billion dollars to go see a movie because it is still an incredibly expensive experience and we're in the holiday season where people are spending a lot of money right now um and not necessarily making as much money right now so it's it it's hard to look at these numbers and be like oh yeah that's bad because i think we're also in just different metrics than we were pre-pandemic and a lot of the reporting yeah. hasn't really caught up to that 
Well, let's close up with, I guess this could be a feel-good recommendation, depending on how you think of the show, but we have a number of different videos from the reopening night of Dear Evan Hansen that happened on um, uh, Saturday the 11th. We have the, I guess you could call it entrance applause, but uh, Dear Evan Hansen posted on their social media the kind of the opening of the show um, when Jordan Fisher is revealed uh, on his laptop sitting on his bed. So we have that. And then afterwards continually talking about people not doing the smartest things um there was a huge kind of like block party outside of Weird, Hansen. I, I don't know why we're still doing this stop uh, stop doing after parties for that matter like if we're gonna keep yeah. closing shows i'm sorry this is the wrong You're time right. yeah i i would not be surprised if that this recent rash of positive tests had something to do with a lot of the opening night parties, whether it was for movies or for shows, because I heard there was a huge party for Mrs. Doubtfire. Yep. Um, yes, there was. And that's, that's one of the shows that had to cancel performances. A lot of people went to that. A lot of people went Stage to... Stage doors are getting lax, too, again. Yeah, and screenings for West Side Story. So yep. I wouldn't be surprised if some of these things are connected. But we will have all those videos if you want to check them out safely and from a distance and, you know, <laughs> days later yes, exactly. uh, in the show notes. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWB Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Don't forget to follow along with us all week. And of course, my Tell Me More with Uzo Aduba will be dropping in a matter of days. So keep an ear out for that first on Patreon at patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. Have a wonderful Monday, and we will talk to you soon. 